0: Well good afternoon and welcome to another podcast from Mr. M's Den. Hope you enjoyed that rain this afternoon. Boy that was quite the, uh, the downpour. It sounded awesome in our room. We have a, a tin roof up above and when it when it comes down it just it sounds wonderful. You know just that old saying the sound of rain on an old tin roof is just to me it's a, just a great sound and we took a moment to enjoy that in our classroom as well. Just listening to the sound of the rain ebb and full and it flow and it's, you know, force and it's just kind of neat. I don't know. It was a fun experience. So glad it uh, let off before pickup. So we weren't having to uh, do an alternate plan there. So um, big thing I wanted to go over um, in this podcast is um, our dress code here at St. Ignatius. Um, We're really going to be pushing more adherence to that code and making sure students are aligning to the code here that we have set inside. Um, you know, when people start kind of straying away from it and kind of bending the rules or, you know, just doing as they please, it really sets off the balance to those that are really trying to adhere to the dress code um, and wondering why they can't do that or thinking that they can and start doing it. And so it just kind of creates this ripple effect that goes through the, the community. And so we're just really trying to buckle that back down. And so, um, you know, if your student gets, if your child gets a, a, a reminder form, uh, it will just, it's just something to remind you that this is the code and we need to be adhering to that. Um, the, the biggest, I think, the biggest issue that we're seeing uh, is a couple of things. Um, and it's not really our classroom, it's just, we're just, you know, broad spectrum, just trying to get the community back buttoned in. But the biggest things what we're seeing is that students are wearing sweatshirts in the building that are not the, the St. Ignatius sweaters with the logos on them. So the dress code allows for our St. Ignatius, you know, wolves sweatshirts and those types of things that the pullovers, you know, on Fridays for spirit wear. And in the upper grades, they can wear the quarter zip up to school. Whereas in the lower grades, we have the sweaters with the emblem on them. So, um, you know, if they're cold in the classroom during the day, they can wear that sweater. Um, but not a sweatshirt that's not, you know, that's, you know, not the St. Ignatius approved or the sweater for the day uh, for, you know, during the week for the younger grades. I hope I've made sense on that. So in our grade level um, what's approved in the dress code is a maroon or Navy sweater with their school logo on it. So they can wear that during the day if they kind of get cold in the classroom, not a St. Ignatius sweatshirt or a quarter zip, um, that's for spirit day. But in the upper grades, they're allowed to wear the quarter zip because they don't have the sweaters in there usually for that upper grades. So they've they've been allowed the quarter zip pullover. The other uh, issue we're, we're coming across this is with, is with uh, shoes and socks. So um, with the socks, um, they need to be white, black, navy, gray, or maroon, solid colored. The issue is like if they're wearing shorts or um, skirts, we're seeing, you know, logos and different stripes of colors and, you know, it just needs to be solid white, black, navy, gray, or maroon. They're wearing pants and we're not seeing this, this, you know, like a Nike emblem or something like that. I think that's probably okay. Just trying to get everybody on the same page of wearing as much as we can uniformity. Um, and then shoes. Make sure the shoes are predominantly black, brown, white, gray, maroon, or navy, and that, for, um, that they're, they're closed-toed, and they've got to be practical for PE and other activity outside. On the girls' side, the other issue then comes in with the um, leggings. So you can have navy, black, gray, or maroon tights, leggings, or bike shorts that must be worn under the plaid jumper. Um, I guess there's been, you know, something's veering off from that. Um, and I, I guess I don't really, know. it's hard being a guy. I don't always know the difference between those things. Um, and so just moms, you know, and just make sure that they, they're white, navy, black, gray, or maroon tights, leggings, or bike shorts. Um, so Just make sure we're on those, and if you get a um, a reminder sent home, then just just make sure that we get those things taken care of for when they come back. So, and then of course we've got our mass attire, and you know all those things are in our handbook. If you need to to look at them, so um, a couple things that are coming up um, next week is uh, the Valentine's. Uh, Valentine's Day. So we'll be having a party in our classroom. But then that Friday is a professional development day for the teachers. So we're going to be doing some professional development. And there's no school that day. But then that following Monday um, is uh, President's Day. So there's no school on that day either. So it's a nice long weekend for the kiddos. But just make sure you're aware of that and it's on your calendar. Um, So the 15th, there's no school. And the 18th, Uh, It's President's Day, and there's no school on that day either. Um, We are coming up to the end of the second trimester as well. So things are starting to kind of wrap up, and we're gearing towards um, moving into the next trimester and focuses. So there may be some shifts um, where they go in math groups. Just know that that's changing based upon our focus for especially in math. We're moving into more like data and geometry. And based upon students' strengths and needs, and that is where we will place students. So they may be moving to a different classroom, and, or it may not change at all. Just know that that will be coming up as well. Um, and uh, other than that, still just um, working really hard. Mrs. Kane has uh, put a focus out there for us to give our modus in our academics. So she's really looking for students that are working hard academically, that are choosing to to give their very best, to give more, to strive for doing more and not just um you know mediocre so we're really striving for that modus in our academics right now and that's kind of the focus so you can encourage that you can even use that language at home if you're um working with them on anything um to 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 do their modus work on you know they can work on different things at home and if they want to give their modus and move more in their math facts and their reading and that kind of kind of stuff so it's just the focus on that. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to, to leave with uh, uh, just a personal note um, about um, a post that I had uh, seen on Facebook and I had um, posted it. And I just thought it was kind of inspirational or just something thought-provoking that I find fascinating about the Catholic Church. Um, it is so much to this church as you learn and grow in it. Um, the, the idea of the sanctifying grace that is provided in the sacrament of marriage. Um, and and you know if your marriage is you know not in a great place right now or you know wherever that is in your part of life, I, I, I'm hoping not to bring this across in a way that it would um, offend you or even you know shame you in any way. that's not my goal here. I, I'm just wanting to share just the beautiful process that that sanctifying grace that is there. Um, seen that uh, the post was this, and it was by uh, father, Ronald Knox. It says part of God's design for the sanctification of your soul is the influence with which your wife is going to have on you. This is so profound. It, and it's so true. Um, whether I recognize it or not, the profound effect that my wife has had in my life, and what she's influenced me to become a better man, to be a better uh, father, to be a better, you know, provider for the home, it has never been done in a manipulative kind of way. It's never been done in a way that you know I have to, you know, cowtail to her demands. It's been out of this loving um, relationship and our growth towards God. And, grows us closer to each other. And in that is just this mutual respect of wanting to improve and to be better, to, to to, do well for each other. And I'm just so thankful for the blessing that God put my wife in my life and the blessing that he puts in our spouses in that sacrament of marriage. And so I'm just encouraging you. And once again, I, I don't want to put any kind of anything into there that if you're, if your marriage is not well right now, or if, you know, you've got struggles in that, in that area that I encourage you to just to offer that up to God. I encourage you to just to, to offer that to him in prayer, offer that to him and trust him and, and just put your trust in him in that area and allow him to do his healing work and his sanctifying process and however that works and just, just offer that up to him. But You know, for those of you that you you are married and you have that beautiful sacrament, that I encourage you just to pause for a moment when you're listening to this and just think think about that sanctifying grace that spouse has in your life. And tell them thank you. Let them know that you appreciate the effect they have in your life. Because it is profound. But more than that, it is a gift from God. Truly a gift. And and, and once again, I I don't want to put put things in there that, because it's this messy world and sin is gross and it messes things up and it just tears things apart and it destroys. That's the nature of sin. And I know that we all have messes that we are struggling through, but if you can and if you're in a place to stop and pause for just a moment and think about how your spouse has. Influenced you in that sanctifying process. Offer thanks to God and thanks to your spouse. And if your marriage is is a mess and things are just not good right now, then pause for just a moment as well and offer that up to God. And a sweet prayer that I love to pray is, "Sacred Hearted Jesus, place all my trust in you." I hope in doing that that perhaps maybe. Um, It will spark the desire for you to to seek God more, to see God more in your family. And in doing so, we can set this world on fire. Have a blessed night. Thank you for listening. And we will come back again next week.